Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, hey, hey, how are you doing? We're on the road this week with the whole gang. It's uh, for North Shore's Get Your Licks on Route 66 door. We're all here. You can tell we're all in different places now, kind of wandering around. They have an adoption vehicle with a bunch of cats and dogs. I'm getting that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know? It's exciting out here, Hal. You know what was really cool is when they pulled up and they opened up the awning. You can actually see all the cages with the animals in it. It's so cool. Right on the side of the vehicle. It's like looking into the vehicle. Like it's all glass on one side. It's like the roach coach that that used to come and serve you lunch. Uh, and okay, it would open. It opens up the side. The adoptmobile as the roach coach. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's not a good analogy. Yeah, I guess not. We have the cutest dogs and cats that are looking for homes, and these guys, I'm not kidding you, are adorable, and most importantly, they're adoptable. We've got a lot of people out here that are making that commitment, and they're not only looking at these animals, Hal. They're asking for information on shelters all over because these guys want to adopt, and we love that. This is just the beginning of the tour here. If you're anywhere along Route 60 within the next six weeks. You want to stop by, especially if you're planning on adopting an animal. You want to wait until we get to your town. You can check these animals out. Uh, of course, Susan Sims is going to be reporting every week. Is Susan around there? She is. Susan's she's hanging right out here, here man. Yeah. She's partying out front with us, man, because she's a party animal now. I, I want to talk to her. Can she hear me? Yes, yeah, she's going to be able to hear you in three, two, one. Say hi, Susan. Hey. hey. Hi, hi, Susan. <laughs> Susan, are you excited? I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. I don't even know what day it is. I'm looking it's over. Saturday, honey. Yeah, and it's just the beginning of what? What, six weeks? Is it six weeks for you? It's exactly six. Well, yeah. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little vacay after the tour, but we're going to end up in Chicago on July 1st. Home, sweet home, Chicago. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Looking at all these animals inside the adoption vehicle over there, these animals will be adopted, of course, right? Some, oh. some Somewhere throughout the tour, do you replenish the animals that are inside the vehicle? How does that work? Absolutely. They we, restock. Yeah, yes. we restock them. We go to uh, 12 partner shelters. Uh, along the route. In fact, someone just told me we might even be making 18 stops. So this wow. mobile adoption bus is awesome. It's air-conditioned, and so they will go to the partner shelters and put these cats and dogs on a bus and take them over to the next uh, Walmart and, and hold our adoption. I know there's a lot of people we got to thank for this. Absolutely. Start the list, Sue. Absolutely. Go. <laughs> okay. We got the Purina, folks, and we have the One Hope Network, and those are our presenting sponsors this year, and we're just thrilled to have them supporting this wonderful cause. And then uh, the folks at Bissell, 3M, Toyota, La Quinta Inn & Suites, and not to forget, Animal Radio. Yay! And your husband, Susan, wanted me to mention Sparkless. He used to be a Sparkless guy, didn't he? Yeah, well, you know, he, once you're a water guy, I mean, it's in your blood. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, this is his old stomping ground, and he was... Uh, he was fortunate to just go into the Gardena branch, and they even have his picture on the wall. Wow. And he said, well, could you please provide some water for these folks? And so they gave us about 600 bottles. Oh, very, very oh, cool. nice. Okay, in just a couple of minutes, Susan, I'm going to ask you where you're going to be in the next few weeks. Do you, do you even know where you're going to be? Susan, do you know where I, you're going? I, do you I, have a map? Actually, I just closed my eyes and clicked my heels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why GPS was invented, am I right? Yeah, you just have to, to know which buttons to push. Getyourlicks.org if you want to find out what city Susan will be with the... Uh, have you given the vehicle a name yet because the broadcast vehicle for animal radio is affectionately called the alpha dog what are you calling the 36 foot mobile adoption vehicle i didn't think about giving it a name let's name it cujo 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 on wheels i like that 
Yeah, and then we should name the Toyota Vinza because my husband and I get to drive the Toyota Vinza as the chase car. They've given that to you to drive that all the way across the country, huh? Yep, and we have our beautiful logo, the getyourlicks.org. Uh, on Route 66, yeah, man. That's right, baby. And, and you'll it's be beautiful. Traveling with Junior, I assume. Yeah, and Junior today, he's at doggy daycare up in Malibu uh, because it's just too hot for Junior. <laughs> that's rough. They have to go doggy it's daycare rough. in it's, Malibu. It's in Malibu, Malibu yes. It's rough. They have a, it's rough, R-U-F-F, with a... With a <laughs> <laughs> they have a bone. Sorry. Sh- they have a bone-shaped swimming pool, and I mean this this place is decked out. It's five acres of tunnels and all good stuff. So- Very good. Getyourlicks.org is where you can learn more about the tour and all the tour stops. We'll talk to you all throughout today, Susan. As we are broadcasting live, kicking off the North Shore Animal Leagues. Get your licks. On Route 66 tour. Uh, of course, everyone's here to answer your questions today. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Uh, we have Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, with your dog behavior questions. Uh, everyone's here. one 405 It's Animal Radio. you live today where uh, we're at a Walmart. We're kicking off the North Shore Animal Leagues. Get your licks off Route 66 uh-huh. tour on 66. I just can't get the title right, Bob. It's okay. Licks and 66. You'll get it, Hal. A lot of beautiful <laughs> adoptable animals. Oh, here, there too. are so many cute little boos out here. Did you check them out yet? Dogs and cats. I've been in. They've kicked me out of the van three times now. <laughs> I tried to smuggle the animals out under my shirt. It doesn't work. Ah, okay. <laughs> what do you got coming up in the news? We are going to take a look at uh, California's original surf city, Santa Cruz. They adopted a spay-neuter law that is inspiring the entire state of California. Have details on it for you. Coming up in the news. one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, with your behavior questions. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? I'm just fine. How are you guys doing today? Good. Where are you? Uh, well, we live in North Carolina, but we're out here in South uh, Southern California reloading to go back home. Okay, long drive there. What's going on with your pets? He, uh, he's a mini pen, about eight years old, and he's been diagnosed with Cushing's disease. Okay. And uh, we're having, uh, I don't know, just quite a bit of problem. You know, I, it's affecting his uh, 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 kidneys and all that. He has no control. And once he starts, he just he just can't stop. But yet he he uh, he doesn't drink that much water, and he's losing a lot of weight. Okay. And last night he's he's uh, got started getting sick, you know, vomiting and all that. And when uh, we discontinued the the medicine that he was on, and and give him start giving him this other stuff for his sickness, and uh, it just doesn't seem much improvement. It is I don't know what to do anymore. Okay, and how recently is the diagnosis of Cushing's disease? Oh, it's been about two weeks now. What is that, Doc? Okay. Cushing's disease, yeah, it's a it's a type of a hormone problem where the adrenal glands, the little glands near the kidneys, mm. they produce uh, cortisol, mm. um, and that's the stress hormone, kind of the fight-or-flight hormone. And in dogs with Cushing's disease, they produce too much of that, um, and that becomes some problems where they will drink a lot, um, they start to have potential liver problems. Some dogs can have some respiratory problems, some acute lung issues, um, 
Um, so there's a whole bunch of different things that can kind of come up with the condition. And when we first start off with the pet with Cushing's disease, there are some different treatment methods out there. And I guess the first thing I'd have a question for you, Jim, is do you know the drug that you're using for your pet, what the name of it is? I can spell it. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> That's good enough for me. <laughs> L-Y-S-O-D-R-E-N. Okay, Lysodrin, yeah. And, you know, that is a medication that basically is uh, kind of almost a form of chemotherapy where it basically tries to suppress that abnormal part in those adrenal glands um, and stops, hopefully stops or suppresses um, the excess cortisone production. That medication works very good for many pets, but a lot of times, especially in what we call the induction phase, where we first start the medicine, we really have to battle kind of a, there's the enough to make the, the pet better, and there's too much where it starts to make him sick. And that can really be a juggling act. And um, if you're starting to see some signs where he's having some illness from that, you're not alone, because most pets with Cushing's disease start off a little bit on rough waters when we start to uh, give them therapy. Now, there is um, there is hope at the end of the tunnel, and it, it's sometimes really rough that first month or so. But with long-term medication, um, pets can live wonderful lives. The clinical signs, the excessive urinating, the drinking, the panting that they have, all of those things tend to improve. Now, there is, and I'd have to tell you, Jim, there's another medication we can try, which I find I prefer it better. It has less side effects than Lysodrin, and it works wonderfully. I've had some real successes with it, and it's a drug called Trilostane. And it's not always available in all areas, but, you know, I maybe talk to your veterinarian if you're worried about the side effects for your dog and see if that might be an option for you because I feel it's um, a lot simpler to deal with and the pets seem to be much more comfortable when we start things off um, for the condition. Can you spell that trilocene for me? Trilocene, T-R-I-L-O-S-T-A-N-E. Try listing. <laughs> now, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah, that's the real challenge, right? <laughs> I was pretty good at spelling, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in that, Jim, and and I hope that that might be helpful for your doggy. And uh, you know, it is a tough condition, and it is a maintenance. There's always kind of that looking over your shoulder and making sure that you've got um, everything in check for your baby. So, good oh, luck with that. Trying that. Would uh, we have uh, tried to limit him on his water intake because you know we're truck drivers and this is a small confined area. He goes everywhere we go, and with that kidney problem, it just sometimes is a problem. Would would limit it on his uh, putting a limit on his water intake be a problem? You know, it, it can because his body is telling him he needs more water. So I do have a concern with withholding that when his body's telling him he needs it. Um, so no, you know, maybe no, you with, you can have set time. You can have set times of the day, perhaps, like you know, if you're traveling um, at nighttime and you don't want him to have accidents. A lot of times, I will take the water up a little bit before you know you anticipate bedtime. Um, but otherwise, you know, you really have to give him that opportunity to drink as much as he needs. Do you have room in your cab there for one of those little uh, little places for him to go to? How big is he? Min pinch? Pretty small, huh? Min pincher, yes. He's uh, probably down to about 12, 12, 14 pounds now. Yeah, I'm wondering if one of those little, what do they call those, Judy? Those little porta potties? Porta potties with its uh, fake, ga- fake grass? Artificial grass, yeah. It's probably about two feet by three feet. Because I worry about uh, oh. her not getting her water there. No, yeah. well, we don't, don't take it away from him completely. We give it to him. 
through the day, but we, we I got a measuring cup. I went went bought, I had my wife get me a measuring cup, mm-hmm. and it's like four ounces a day, two or three times a day. And yeah, then in the think... evening, we, we let him drink about all he wants to drink one time. Yeah, I, I would definitely say, you know, it's good to keep track of that volume, especially with a pet with Cushing's disease, because you, you want to know so you can report back to your veterinarian how much the water intake has changed. But, but gosh, yeah, I would definitely, I, I'd let him, uh, I'd let him drink as much as he wants at a particular time. And then, you know, if you have to take it away, um, provide more later. Right. Okay. All righty. All right. <laughs> This is manageable, right? It is manageable. It, it's a tough road, and it's similar to pet, like with diabetes, where you know it's kind of always you're always thinking about the disease, and you always have to kind of be anticipating. Um, but once pets get on the long-term medication, and we get pretty steady control, then it's something that you probably won't be as uh, concerned about as as right now. Okay, Doc. If the medicine yes. is making them sick, do you stop the medicine the first month, or do you give it to them regardless? Well, with Lysadrin, you have to work really close with your veterinarian because when they start to have side effects, there's a point where we have to do really close blood test monitoring. And uh, a lot of times we'll have to give medicine uh, like prednisone to help counter those uh, side effects. So um, you should be, and I hope you're talking to your veterinarian because they will probably want to see your baby, um, at least, especially in this first few weeks, so that we can kind of work with that really close um Without veterinary attention in that first phase, you could really be in a bad spot. So It seems like we get three or four calls a month about this fairly popular disease. It is. It's a fairly common hormone problem um, that we do see. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Debbie, here to answer your questions at 1-866-405-8405. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard on the way, as well as Vinnie Penn and animal communicator Joy Turner. It's all right here on Animal Radio, you lucky devil, you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.SafeguardForDogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about www.safeguardfordogs.com There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one. www.safeguardfordogs.com When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Bill Marr. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. 
Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome. This is your first week. Uh, we're kind of not doing what we normally do. I mean, we answer your questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog behavior questions. Dr. Debbie answering your questions. But what's so different? Well, we're on the road today. We're kicking off the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour, <laughs> adoption tour. You got it right that time, Hal. I did get it right. Finally. Adopting a lot of animals out today. Animal services today, adopting their animals. And uh, then the bus, the 36-foot bus called Xena the Road Warrior. What do they call it, Bobby? It's Xena the Road Warrior Bus. Xena the Road Warrior Bus <laughs> will head go. on to its next destination. And all the details at getyourlicks.org. Or if you just play the Route 66 song backwards. <laughs> I'm serious. It ended in Santa Monica. It started in Chicago. So play the song backwards. You'll get the route eastbound. You have so much spare time on your hands, Thank Bobby. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Bobby Hill, of course, she'll be doing a quick check of news in just a few minutes. And uh, I understand that you're going to be talking about a cancer treatment. There is a cancer drug that has finally been approved by the FDA for dogs. We're going to have the details for you coming up in wow. the news. Oh, that's all on the way. But let's go to the phones first. We have Ariel. Hi, Ariel. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, the reason I'm calling is because... Um, I'm trying to buy a German Shepherd, but I don't want the softy, sissy German Shepherd. I want the big, mean, with the Batman ears, canine, you will eat you alive German Shepherd. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, uh, are you going to use it for for KGB or FBI or for what purposes? We live in a country where we have more lawyers than dogs. No, I'm I'm a truck driver. Okay, so what? And I got a lot of a uh, bunch of stuff in the truck, and I don't want nobody to get in the truck. So. Okay, let me give you my best possible advice. Sometimes when I talk to the people and I use the humor, and I use uh, a lot of people understand my humors, I guess a few not, but uh-huh. uh, I'm a very serious trainer. I train dogs in many countries for 27 years and train dogs for a lot of security and paratrooper dogs and uh, Soviet intelligence services dogs and police oh. departments and, and such and such. And my point is, German Shepherd, one of the few breeds you don't need to specially develop and have a so bad, like a bad, mean genes or whatsoever. I have to, t- I have to tell you, and the hell will not tell me um, if it's not true. He knows my German Shepherd, who is sitting right now with Mika. 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 She's the sweet, hard dog. She's the sweetest dog. Yes, hell, she's an amazing dog. She will not do harm anyone. But let me tell you this. If I am, let's say, I have a very difficult and very hard job, I mean, I'm I mean, driving from one household to another, train all those crazy dogs. Honestly, I think sometimes people are crazy, dogs are okay, but it's beside the point. But the thing is, sometimes I'm so tired, so I just go somewhere in the parking lot and just, just relax, close my eyes for five minutes. Do you know what my shopper does, my mentality? She walks up, she's always in the back seat. And that's it. And she's everything on the guard. You cannot approach to that van. If I'm going to give her some uh, signals, she's not going to approach. So she's trained for that. My best possible suggest to you, get the dog who has a Schutzen 
background who you can train well, will be trustful among the kids and uh, adults. But if something happens, they have a natural instincts. It's going to kick up, uh, and your dog will take care of the business. Vlade, could this dog be found in a shelter, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, uh, as a matter of fact, thank you for br- bringing it up. Um, I'm affiliated with the Orange German Shopper, uh, of, uh, German Shopper Rescue of Orange County. German Shopper Rescue of Orange County. Myself, I do evaluation. And nowadays, you see, before um, shelters dogs were most dogs, like unwanted dogs, before because of the behavior problem. Of course, it's also human fault. But uh, but, uh, but now, because of situation, economical situation, people just dropping out the dogs. Nice dog, hell, wonderful dog size. So they just need the house. And the people just could not keep them for closure and such and such. Yes, I have a, as a matter of fact, I even have one dog in my mind, as we talked to you, amazing dog for you. For you. Could be a great guard dog that has a very good heart. Shoot me email. I'm going to refer you to the Orange County German Shopper Rescue. And, uh, you know, if you don't live in uh, Orange County you can, or in California, you can probably check your rescue, uh, your rescue, rescue organization or local shelters. And, of course, I'm going to encourage everybody that's looking for an animal. You can also look at uh, the AnimalRadio.com website and find the animals that are available for adoption in your area by zip code. All that information at AnimalRadio.com, including Vlade's address and everybody's email address here. We're here. We're available. We're accessible. In fact, our phones are open all week long at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. All right. It's Vinnie Penn coming at you again on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. I know a lot of you out there listening are, are, are pet lovers to like the 10th degree. And uh, I've heard this story a million times before where some somehow people wind up having the same hairdo as their pet. And I have seen funny photos on Jay Leno, not that I watch that show regularly or wherever, um, but I've never seen it live and in person until the other day. I was picking my son up at daycare in a neighborhood uh, that I don't really go to. And I've, I've heard the legend of this woman. She was out walking her dog. And listen, the hairdo was, it was so identical, it, could, it has to have been done on purpose. She has to be taking a picture of her dog. They even had like the same ribbon or whatever in their hair. She has to be going to her salon and saying, could you make me look like this? To which the stylist must say, well, God already took care of the face. (laughs) Are you out there really doing this? Doing your hair like your dog's or doing your dog's hair like yours? This is terrifying. This is a movement that need be stopped. As a matter of fact, why don't you inundate the the animal radio, the general, or Hal Abrams uh, inbox, as a matter of fact, with photos. Maybe we could start posting the, the ones who have a contest of sorts. And the prize could be therapy. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. 
Across America, thousands of homeless dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens are waiting patiently in shelters. Each animal needs a special person, like you, to receive a new lease on life and to find a safe and loving home. Now, Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will travel the entire length of historic Route 66 to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. This tour will stop in many cities along the route to host adoption events so hundreds of animals can find permanent homes. Our special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the One Hope Network and supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta Inn and Suites. Our sponsor support helps make this life-saving tour possible. To learn more about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour and when the tour may be visiting a city near you, visit GetYourLicks.org today. And please, adopt a shelter pet. It saves a life, and it's definitely the right choice. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please, spay and neuter your pets. Please. We're coming to you live from Walmart. Get your licks off Route 66, kicking off the tour. The North Shore Animal League and Fido Friendly Magazine adopting a lot of animals out. I'm telling you, these guys are all going out. I've watched. I'm sorry, Bobby. What is that in the background there? That's Arden's dog, Chipper. Oh, yes. You mean Arden is in Arden Moore? Yes. Arden is here, yes. yes. Hey, hey, Arden. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Arden hey. is here. Hallie. Hey, Arden. Here. How are you doing? Uh, she's like putting her headset on. So I'm hold having on. a headset malfunction. There you go. She's good. I'm good now. And my dog, Chipper, is great. What are you doing with Chipper there? Well, Chipper's trying to tell people that she was a three-time shelter reject, and I adopted her at age two. And we're glad to be here with Get Your Licks for uh, on Route 66. She has trouble, too. She has trouble, too. <laughs> Get Your Licks for on Route 66. On, on Route 66. <laughs> on Route whatever. <laughs> but the idea is I love that Fido Friendly and the, and the North Shore Animal League of America are teaming up for a great cause. And we want everybody to know if Chipper can get a home like with this crazy broad like me, Think of all the other animals on the route. And, oh, my and God. I just want to point out with Arden, you don't have to be a crazy broad to adopt an animal, although it does help. You can be a wild and crazy guy. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Come on down. We're going to be here for a while. And we've seen we've seen a couple of animals. We've seen two dogs and a cat get adopted while we're just standing here. So it's been a nice turnout. Now, oh, if you're listening yeah. somewhere else, anywhere along Route 66, we're going to be in your town very, very soon with our 36-foot uh, mobile adoption vehicle called Xena. Is that what we decided? It's it was Xena Road Warrior Princess. That's oh what my Deb God. and James, That's the drivers, name. have named it. You've got to have a sense of humor to make that. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, um, no, and I'm really glad to be on Animal Radio. I love Hal and Judy. You guys, we've been friends since our days in the litter box, right? Yeah, yeah. We, oh. we grew up together. Love we it. did, we did. And I'm just really happy to be part of this and to support a really good cause. The whole family is here. The whole furry family. This is awesome. The only thing we're missing, Hal, is an open bar. Could you make us some margaritas? <laughs> I'm working on that right Right now, uh, let's get a yappy hour going. <laughs> there you go. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. Just like every other week, uh, we're going to answer your questions. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions, and and of course, uh, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, with your dog behavior.
of your questions. I love Animal Radio. You guys know how to get it done. Thank you. We're and the I best. think we work together to get a good cause. And Chipper just left Chipper's the bend- building. Away. I'm gonna go grab Chipper. Hold on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you guys for being doing what you're doing, Hal and Judy. You're awesome. Thanks so much. We appreciate all your help. And Cleo gives a big pause up. Oh, big big old sloppy kiss for her. She is torpedo tongue. Watch out. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A Canadian man now has to pick up his mail at the post office. Canada's postal system has stopped delivering his mail after a carrier was scared away from his door by what she described as a very threatening cat. John Samborski says his eight-year-old declawed black cat named Shadow is gentle and calls the whole situation ridiculous. He told the local paper that Shadow likes to eat, sleep, and cuddle. You could drop a bomb on him and he'd just open one eye, take a look, then close him and go back to sleep. A Canada Post spokeswoman said she hoped for an amicable solution to its dispute with the cat owner, but also added that the carrier who delivered the mail to the house was brought up on a farm and very comfortable with all animals, just not this cat. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you... To help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, Hal and Judy, they're just a bunch of windbags. They are. The old dream team, Dr. Debbie and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, of course. <laughs> Bobby. Yes, Bobby, you. I'm here. Working hard on news here. Hardly we working. <laughs> well, we're having a lot of fun today. We are, because you are. let us come out in the sunshine and everything, Hal. <laughs> Dell City, Oklahoma. Scenic. Scenic. Dell City, Oklahoma. If you're in Dell City, Oklahoma. That's the Walmart. One. Yes. Kicking off the Getting Your Licks on Route 66 tour with the North Shore um, Animal League. <laughs> These guys are so cool, and they, they have this 36-foot vehicle that has uh, a lot of animals in it, like dogs and cats. And, animals. Yeah, and animals. it's air-conditioned. It is one. It's cush. I like it. It's very, very nice. And there's a lot of people actually walking through right now looking mm-hmm. for new We've friends. had a good, steady crowd. People have been lined up waiting for the animals to be adoptable, and now, they keep asking for more. This tour, of course, heads all across Route 66, which means that... Uh, it's going to be in your town soon, pretty soon, if you live along Route 66. That's right. And I was going to say, if you're not sure where along it's going to be, just hum the tune of Route 66 in your head. Yeah. And if you remember all the words, that, <laughs> you'll know where it's going to be. <laughs> I'm standing here talking to Deborah. Uh, hey, Deborah, how are you doing? From the I'm North Shore terrific. Animal League of America. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Very good. Now, where are you all stopping? We're going to St. Louis. Uh... So you got to sing the song backwards to know. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first time driving across country with animals? Uh, well, not exactly. We just finished a tour for life, which is something that North Shore Animal League America does every year. We start in California and we work east. And I was working on the second tour, a uh, leg of the tour, which was from Florida and up through the eastern sections of the United States. But this is our first time working with 
uh, Fido friendly, and this has just been a, a fantastic experience getting this together. And today's been, as you can see, it's been really successful. Pretty sweet ride you got there too. That thirty-six foot mm-hmm. adoption vehicle. Now we got to get it, give it a name. Does it have a name yet? Oh well, actually, my partner and I driving here named it Zena Road Warrior Princess. Oh, Zena Road Warrior Princess. I go. like that. There you go. And of course, talking about the mobile adoption vehicle that has the cats and the dogs, and it'll be in a town near you, hopefully very soon. If you want to learn about where it'll be, check out the website, getyourlicks.org. Now, do you switch off driving? There's two drivers, right? That's correct. James uh, Gleason, and uh, my name is Deborah Ross, and we switch off driving throughout uh, the trip. And uh, then when we work with our cooperative adoption programs, such as we're doing today with Los Angeles, we help them with their animals. We walk them. We help them to clean uh, the cages. We work with the adopters and uh, with all of our sponsors who are here today uh, and giving everyone the word on the wonderful animals we have in our shelter and rescue groups throughout the United States because they really need homes and... um, we're here today to make sure that that happens. Okay, come on out. If you're looking for a furry friend, come on out and check it out today at the Walmart. The list at getyourlicks.org. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, please. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Very good. Uh, let's see, Bobby, you want to do a little news? I can do some news, Hal. Here's your big news sounder. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. California's original surf city, Santa Cruz, adopted a spay-neuter law and saw euthanasia drop 60%. Pointing to that success, supporters of California's SB 250 praised passage of the bill by the Senate that was just passed one day after it failed miserably. In other words, it went back, they re-voted, it passed. The bill's now headed to the Assembly. It's going to require adult dogs and free-roaming cats to be spayed or neutered. The Senate bill is numbered 250 for a reason. That's the amount the state spends each year <laughs> taking care of unwanted pets. $250 million. Wow. That's in the state of California, Hal. We're only one of 50. Ah. A new a drug used to treat skin cancer in dogs has been approved for use by the FDA. Palladia was given the green light from the FDA to treat cut- I'm going to try and say this. Okay. Cutaneous mast cell tumors ah. found in about 20% of skin cancers in dogs. Wow. Drug maker Pfizer developed the drug with Ohio State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. Trials showed 60% of dogs treated had their tumors shrink or stop growing altogether. The drug should be available to veterinary oncologists early next year. Prior to this approval, vets had to rely on the cancer medication designed for humans and just kind of guess at the dosage. That's really great news. Good. It is. Here's a list of 10 fun things you can do with your dog this summer. Are you ready? Yes, tell us. It's a hot day. Take a bath with your dog. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> take a hike literally with your dog. Hey, surf's up, dude. Go ahead and take Fido to a dog-friendly beach. Number four, go ahead and play in the park. Frisbee, it's a great idea. Number five, doggy socializing is the best. Number six, get one of those plastic kids' pools. Fill it up with water. Have some fun. Ah. Number seven, go on twilight walks. Summer nights, it's nice and cool. The temperature's just perfect for you and your dogs. Number eight, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Try some. Nine, go camping. Yeah, you, your dog, and your family. And number ten, take a summer drive with your dog. Do it safely while you're secured and your dog is secured. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. 
Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. This hour of Animal Radio is brought to you by Debt Settlement USA. And I bring it up because they... They've actually helped me out. They're not only a sponsor, but uh, I'm one of those people, just like you probably, who has over $10,000 worth of credit card debt. And I want to get in control because the last thing I want to do is a bankruptcy. That's crazy stuff. That's crazy talk. So I called these guys. I figured, what would it hurt, right? They told me about it. I threw away their number, didn't think about it for a couple of weeks. Then I picked up the number again. I actually heard it on Animal Radio. I was listening to myself on Animal Radio. And, and I gave out this number, and I wrote it down again, and I called. And asked them for a little more information. And then I decided maybe this is the way to get control of my credit card debt. So let me give you the number so that you can throw it out. And then in a couple of weeks, you'll be back to Animal Radio and you'll say, what is that number? The number is one 888 Debt Settlement USA. You hear a lot of commercials, especially during this show, about all kinds of people that want to help you with your debt. I can't speak for the rest of them. I can say these guys sponsor Animal Radio. I love them for that. One eight eight eight. Who doesn't need help right now? Give them a call. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. Let's go to the phones with Dr. Debbie. We have. I'm sorry. Your name is Renika. Yes, Renika. Hi, Renika. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What's on your mind today? Well, my little three and a half year old Benny Pin. His feet, his front feet, keeps splitting. I had him on antibiotics and allergy pills. But this is the third time it's happened. It keeps coming back. He's getting blood blisters between his toes. His front mm-hmm. feet are swelling up. And the pad, the big pad on the bottom of his foot, splitting straight down. It's like chunks hanging off to the side. Oh, gosh. So the on the foot pad, is it a, like a linear cut? Or is there actually like a big piece of the pad that's coming off? It's like a big piece of it coming off. Um, oh, I've been putting the antibiotic ointment. And I still have the allergy pills that I'm giving him, but they don't seem to be working. And what's your little guy's name? Duke. Duke, all right. Now, is Duke bothered by this? Is he trying to chew on those feet, look at them? Not a whole lot, but it does get to the point where he can't hardly walk. Okay. And I'm going to ask if they've done any kind of sampling. Have they looked at anything under the microscope or taken any biopsies, anything of those lines? No, not yet. I'm a truck driver. He's out here with me on the road. All right. Well, I have a couple thoughts in my little brain here, and um, some of these things are more of like an infection, and there are some really bad um, chronic infections we can see in between dogs' feet, and they are the most frustrating things to deal with. They're more typically seen, I see it a lot in Labradors, where they get these kind of pustules, big zits in between their toes, and they'll hang around for months at a time, or they'll go and come back and come back, and oh, they're just a nightmare. So if we're dealing with something like that, the first thing I like to do is find out if it is, in fact, an infection, 
And the best way to do that is to get a sample of that and culture it. In today's age, where antibiotic resistance is a huge problem, um, if this is a, anything more than a short-term problem, I would encourage you to have a culture done of that because um, if you're using an antibiotic, it could be the wrong one. Um, or we may need to go much longer. In some cases, with these little sores in between the feet, believe it or not, two to three months antibiotics is a reality for some dogs of continual therapy. So now that I've given you that bad news, <laughs> there are some things that are very treatable, and um, those can be um, really routine mite infections or routine uh, skin infections. So while you're using those things, I would want to make sure we prevent um, Duke from having that ability to lick or to chew his feet. So that means putting the cone of shame on uh, our friend <laughs> and keeping him from being able to lick those areas. And I also will a lot of times, um, if we have a really faithful family member, um, we can do some foot with some different materials. So that can be helpful. Now, the other side of the coin where more bad news lies is that this could also be an immune problem. And there are some immune skin diseases where we can see problems where parts of the foot pad kind of crack off and get oozy and there's sores. Very ugly stuff to describe on the radio. <laughs> but they can also have um, other in- infections elsewhere on the foot or even elsewhere in the skin. So that would be something. That's why I was asking if there was a biopsy done because that might be something we need to look at. A lot of different therapies here, so probably not an easy fix. Um, I would want to get a sample. And then in the short course, um, until you can get back to your veterinary office, um, make sure you're on a good fatty acid. Keep those feet clean, especially where you're tra- you might be traveling. And then I try to keep our little friend away from those toes until you can get a, get to the vet and get that checked out a little bit closer. Give that a try. See if that might help. And uh, if you're ever in Vegas, swing by. I'd love to see you. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, one 405 8405 When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www. MusicMyPet.com or call 1 877 PetCalm. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit pets911.com or call 1 888 Pets 911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. 
a quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. I'm sweating like nobody's business over here. I'm sorry about that. It's Are you guys sweating? Hot. It is hot. Yes, it's very hot out here. Yeah, but I'm rocking out because our buddies at Coast are right here. We're playing some good music <laughs> God today. bless those folks at Coast. I want to Love thank them. them, by the way. Coast FM. They, of course, are our Los Angeles affiliate for Animal Radio, and they're joining us for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour. Well, you know what? Hey, this beats the rain, though, because it was supposed to rain today. Everyone has stopped by, has been so nice. All the questions about animals. We've had every question stop by here on the way walking over to the Get Your Licks on Route 66 adoption vehicle. Have you been in the vehicle yet? It's so nice. It's air-conditioned. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> and it has, of course, some very beautiful adoptable fur balls. They're furry and sweet. Cats and dogs. When they I say fur balls, I'm... Cats and dogs. Dolphin. We just... Furry beastie. It encompasses all. Now, as the tour makes itself across the country, they will be locking in with different shelters all across the country with animals that really need a home. And you know what, Hal? That made a difference to a gentleman who stopped by here just a minute ago with his daughter. They were looking to adopt an animal. The reason he hesitated is he didn't think that these animals were from this area. Ah. I corrected him. Yes. They are from the local shelters. And as the bus tours the country on Route 66, like Hal said, they will be getting animals from local shelters up for adoption. See, I was going, I was a little confused at first. I thought they just started with a with a bus full of animals and then just adopted them out It'd the whole It'd be a short year. trip, Hal. We're almost out of animals right now. <laughs> that's, that's what I was figuring. And then, and of course, people think this because North Shore Animal League is an East Coast. Correct. Uh, right, yes. right. Mm -hmm. but, but these are local animals. Yeah, and these guys, today we are working with Animal Services, and that's a couple of our participants talking in the background. You heard them. Yes. And as the bus heads east... They're going to co-op. They're going to get animals from shelters on that route and in those areas and in those states. Animals all over the country need adoption. It's not just here. Here's the website to getyourlicks.org. Getyourlicks.org. Unfortunately, Dr. Debbie, uh, she's in the studio today. Oh. And so, so is Vladi. They're back at the studio. They're answering your questions. We're going to go to the phones next, you lucky dog. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Fluffy, Fido, and Spot tug at their owners' hearts and, in many cases, at their wallets. About 63% of all U.S. households, or 69 million homes, have at least one pet, according to the American Pet Products Manufacturers Association. Experts expect the growth of two demographic groups, children younger than 18 years of age and empty nesters, to drive that number higher over the next few years. Having a pet can provide benefits ranging from helping to lower blood pressure to assisting in fighting depression. That, or just the fact that many pet owners view their pets as members of the family, helps drive them to providing the animals with the best of everything. Pet industry expenditures were $36 billion and are expected to grow by 5.8% to about $38 billion, according to the association. Ten years ago, such expenditures were $21 billion, according to the association's data. Pet owners are also spending more on their animals' health care, particularly for preventive care and services that were previously available only to humans. Economy experts predict services and veterans care, now little more than 30% of all pet industry expenditures, 
will have close to double-digit growth this year and for several years after that. If gas is up, we may drive less, but we're still going to spend the same amount on our pets. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys on Animal Radio. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Millions of homeless animals are waiting patiently in shelters to find new homes. Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will cross the country to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. Special thanks to presenting sponsors Purina and the One Hope Network, plus supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, the 3M Company, and La Quinta Inn & Suites. To learn more about this life-saving tour, visit GetYourLicks.org today. Please, adopt a shelter pet. It's the right choice. It's Animal Radio. Coming to you live from Walmart for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour as we kick it off. So let's see, Judy, now you have... Uh, where's your dog? Where's your dog, Judy? You know, she's had a long day. She's sitting on my lap, and I think she's falling asleep. Even with all this commotion on, with all the dogs out here and everything, she's just... She's sound asleep. Yeah, she's, like, she's on out. Z's here, yep. man. I can't believe it. With all these dogs there, are gorgeous she's dogs so out good. here. Have you been asked to adopt her out? You know what? I probably could have gotten rid of her quite a few times. People There's your chance. Wanted, uh, no way. There's no <laughs> chance here. I'm telling you, if we just train this dog like a homecoming pigeon, I mean, seriously, <laughs> adopt her out. She'll be back. We got the money. Stop be mommy. Stop be mommy. No excuse for Stop abuse. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. one 405 8405 We have Jason on the phones. Hi, Jason. Hello. Where are you? Uh, right now, I'm in uh, Colorado, heading into Nebraska. Okay, what's going on with your pets? Well, we just recently adopted a uh, Australian cattle dog, and okay. a great dog. Uh, he's a little high-strung, but it's good. i got three kids that'll keep him running ragged. But he's got a couple uh, traits that we want to see if we can get rid of. And uh, one of them is he's, uh, he's very affectionate, but he likes to just kind of grab onto your arm with his with his mouth. Exactly. Exactly. Not Jason, Jason. Yeah, I know. Jason, let me respectfully stop you on that because this is so common. If you, if you did some research, I'm receiving those calls and emails all the time when the people talk about those hurting breeds when the people got it. And now they say, well, now we need to work against that natural trade because the dog has a terrible behavior problem. That, that dog is chasing everything which is moving, barking through the fence line, trying to chase everything which is moving on another side of the fence line or chasing the kids and biting them by the ankles. And this is terrible behavior problem we need to deal with and this is natural behavior that's what the breeders wants they are inbred in your breed to do the things like that jason but right. i know you love your dog and i know it's too late but uh, uh we will help you to fix it please let me know pretty quick if anything else i i, I this type of the problem i'm uh, seeing in my practice almost every other day so we're going to fix that quick next one and then he has a uh, problem being around uh, other dogs, mainly bigger breeds. Yeah, that's that's good. That's the that's the bigger that's the bigger problem. That's yeah. the bigger. L- let's talk about this one first because this is can be pain in one place because of uh, you know that's kids involved and uh, you right. know, it's going to be neighbors' kids and after that and somebody going to get hurt. That's will be problem. Okay, so what I would do if I were you, um, I would get. Uh, uh, open metal crate, and I put your dog in the crate uh, in your backyard. Okay. After that, I will ask the kids run around 
next to that crate, back and forth, back and forth. At any time, if I see dog gets edgy or irritated by that, I would momentarily snap the crate, not the dog, with my hand. I will never raise my hand. I will side it like, like a cl- smack that crate sideways as I move forward and I make the my famous sound. Judy Hale, help me. One, two, three. Yeah. And snap it and freeze. When I'm freezing, I'm looking in the dog's eyes. Why it's so important once I did it, I'm frozen. Because dogs know they bite each other after freezing stage. So once correction is delivered, I'm frozen. That's important. So your dog's definitely going to stop. If it's not going to work, I want you to put uh, uh, um, Herm Springer, uh, German. It's a German Herm Springer uh, prong collar. And we have a piece of the rope or light leash attached to that collar and the end you're going to hold on another side of the crate and you can snap the crate and snap the dog at the same time if he goes after. Once he shows totally nonchalant behavior for the kids, you're going to bring on another side of the scale positive things. You're going to bring piece of the uh, Polish uh, kalbasa or uh, American cheese or any treats um, and it's going to be like he passing the kids by, the kids running and you say good boy and give him that thing good boy so he would learn as a positive thing that's the easy first step to do the next step is i will do the same exercise but i'm going to walk my dog on the leash so i'm walking my dog on the leash i want to make sure i teach him first how to walk of course again again i'm going to use herm springer german prong collar with quick release that's the only collar vladi truly endorsed and um, suggest it will never injure or never hurt your dog it looks ugly slightly because it's imitate uh, nature, doggy mama teeth, but it's made from the steel, not from the wire for the rest of the mate. So you have that one, and make sure you teach your dog not pulling you on the leash and walking properly, and every time he turns to, 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 to toward your kids shows unhealthy interest, you sharply snap the leash uh, toward you as you say, ah, and every time when he doesn't look at the kids, you tell him, Good boy. Maybe kneel down, give him, give him keys and hug. So it's like carrots and stick, just in canine way. Uh, from that time, if you if you will uh, go for that stage, the next stage would be having him on the rope, like put a 10, 15 foot clothesline, which very light, attach the collar, and let him be without uh, without holding that line, and ask the kids the same thing, run around at any time he wants to chase them, step on the line momentarily, snap the line which is going to be snapping the dog at the after you go, you're going to gradually cut the rope and eventually you're going to have no rope and have something in your hand i highly suggest you to find on the on the internet product by name pet convincer which is emitting the spray of the air when the dog is misbehaving and if he's going to chase the kids just shoot it uh, push the button it's it's a create a sound and air and he like like a like a snake he stops very humane very gentle and that's what my approach would be to this particular situation regarding dog to dog aggression i highly suggest you to get professional opinion from the canine professional who specialize in this uh, in this situation there is nothing to play about that could be a big trouble yeah okay? don't do right. it yourself that one okay Thanks for your call, one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. Okay.
This is Animal Radio Network. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Sorry about that. Thanks for the feedback, by the way. <laughs> Coming to you live from Dell City, Oklahoma. Scenic. Scenic. Dell City, Oklahoma. If you're in Dell City, Oklahoma this weekend. Garden spot. It really is. Oklahoma. I can't think of any other part of Oklahoma that I'd rather visit. We are kicking off the uh, Get Your Licks off Route 66. On Not Route 66. Off, on Route 66. On, on. Come on, Hal. Hal. This is, of course, a cross-country tour, and the North Shore Animal League's uh, ferrying a bunch of animals all across Route 66, ending up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which happens to be the home of my favorite vacuum cleaner people. No stranger to animal radio. In fact, i got to say, when we first started our tour many, many years ago, Bissell was our first sponsor. And they are here today because they are sponsoring this tour. Who do we have from Bissell there? We have some of the nicest people from Bissell, Hal. i got to tell you, because I went over and I saw their fabulous uh, vacuum cleaner that I want, and they let me enter the raffle. You're eligible. Oh! I'm eligible. Hey, Kristen, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am just loving meeting all these people out here and trying to get a pet adopted. <laughs> well, you know, we're so excited that you're a part of this tour here and that Bissell hopped on board for this. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really I'm really proud to be here. You know, I, I've been promoting pet adoptions my entire career, 22 years, I and I'm just it. so happy to... This is actually my first time joining Bissell, so it's so the beginning of our relationship, oh, and excellent. I'm going to be with them through the whole tour and the rest of the year. No, wait a second. You get to go on the tour, too? Well, I think I'm going to be making certain stops. I don't think I'm going ah. to be at every single stop. So so Kristen gets to go. Let me tell you what she's got on here. They have yes. they have carpets, and they have their carpet cleaner and their vacuum cleaner, and they're demonstrating these amazing products. So she gets to make a mess on the carpet and clean it up. <laughs> it's the coolest gig ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I bet you have to clean up in the uh, the adoption vehicle, too, because there's going to be a lot of hair in there, and you'll have those absolutely, bristlebacks. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the great thing about Bissell. I just have to tell you a little bit about, yes. about the company. They are truly a pack of pet lovers themselves. And they did this little survey that showed that over 70% of their employees have pets at home. Excellent. Which is higher than the national average of like 63%. And they truly, truly believe in promoting pet adoption. Um, even, you know, from the from the top dogs at Bissell, they've got three adopted Labradors and a Aww. kitty. And, um, so nice And just hear. the whole, the whole uh, team supports them. And, you know, the great thing about, you know, where I come in is I'm always educating people about pet lifestyle mm -hmm. and how to find conveniences and affordabilities, you know, to help you care for your pet family. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, it's just like if you have kids, you live a certain lifestyle. And if you have pets, you live a certain That's lifestyle. It, because it kind of revolves around them. So you have to coordinate things. You do. You do. And people that don't have pets don't understand they this. They don't get it, Kristen. I mean, we, have to, make, it. we have to make special <laughs> travel plans. We, you know, we have to do things to our home to accommodate our pets. And, you know, one of the things that um, Bissell did this study that, that showed that one of the people's top concerns about getting a pet was cleanup. Oh, yeah. Sure. And Come on. I don't know. Me personally, I spend more time cleaning up after my husband than well, my pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> but seriously, the, the the research that Bissell just did found that two out of five Americans that don't have pets said they would be more likely to adopt if they knew they had simple cleanup solutions. Oh, that, that oh there effective. you go. And you got, you guys have a new in. vacuum cleaner, too, that makes that cleanup simple, don't you? Oh, that is the right. coolest that vacuum right. ever, Hal. There's the pet groom, uh, Power Groom Plus, pet, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm getting one confused. <laughs> Power Groom pet, which is the vacuum cleaner, and it has three features that actually make it a pet vacuum. It's got a special lift, a uh, hair lift uh, thing in the front. So it doesn't and shove tool. and blow the hair all no. over the room like a 
other like my old vacuum. like my old vacuum day. Yes. Yeah, you had that problem yeah. too, huh? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's like yeah. you go chasing the hair. You just you just relocate the hair without that vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a vacuum. It's more of a relocation system. Right, right. Where a Bissell is much better. It's true. And, you know, basically there's three concerns with pet cleanup. Um, odors, oh, stains, yes. and oh, yes. shedding. And Bissell has a product that will address all of those issues, whether it's just vac- right, everyday vacuuming or carpet deep cleaning. Oh, they've got this great new tool called the, the Shed Away. Pet oh, shed-away. I saw that. What yeah. is that? You attach it. Oh, I wish. Oh, I don't have one here. but you, it's, it's radio. It's anyway. like a, yeah, oh, that's true. Okay, I'll just describe it. Okay. It, it looks like a brush, like mm-hmm. a shedding brush, mm-hmm. and you attach it to any vacuum attachment <gasps> hose, and, it, and you turn it on, and then you can comb your pet or brush your pet, and it sucks the So you become a, pro- a professional groomer yeah. thanks to Bissell's new attachment. Is there, oh, I yeah. love is there a website where we can learn more about this? Absolutely. Uh, if you go to Bissell.com, you can see all of their pet care products on there. Learn more at GetYourLicks.org. 1-866-405-8405. We're going to the phones with Dr. Debbie and Vlade next. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang. Mostly the whole gang's here. Bobby's here. Bobby's here. I'm the gang. You're the gang. (laughs) Vlade's answering your dog behavior questions. Uh, He's back at the studios as well as Dr. Debbie at 1-866-405-8405. And we'll go to the phones in just a second. We're coming to you live this weekend from the Get Your Licks off. On. Off. On On Route 66 tour, adopting out a bunch of animals. This weekend, Dell City, Oklahoma. Scenic. Scenic. Dell City, Oklahoma. If you're in Dell City, Oklahoma this weekend. Garden spot. It really is. Oklahoma. I I can't think of any other part of Oklahoma (laughs) that I'd rather visit. But uh, there you go. If you want to adopt an animal this weekend or uh, you're thinking of getting one in the next few weeks, wait until we come to your town along Route 66 and you can learn more at GetYourLicks.org. Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, you know how thrilled we American taxpayers are watching our tax dollars go out to, oh, I don't know, AIG, GM, (laughs) things like that. Coming up in the news, I'll let you know what the wonderful people in Britain had to pay out. Oh. That's all the details. Coming up in the news. Let's go to the phones. 1-866-405-8405. Let's go to line five. And we have Randy. Hi, Randy. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Where are you? Great. Uh, I am outside of Tucumcari, New Mexico. Ooh. Sounds lovely. Well, I have the great doctor right here, Dr. Debbie. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello, doctor. Hi. What do you got I'm going on today? Well, I just wanted to ask you about hemolytic anemia in dogs. Uh, my oh. little corgi came down with it a little over a year ago, and she's uh, very fortunate. I, I believe she has uh, kicked it. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people, I tell them what she had, had endured, and they have, they've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Is, is this something and- that... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something, unfortunately, we see it enough in practice. Um, and it's basically a situation where the body attacks the, the blood cells, and in that situation, the red blood cells. So it basically destroys the patient's red cells and leaves them very anemic, and in some cases requires uh, blood transfusions, immunosuppressants. And um, I, I guess I'd have to ask you with your quirky, what do we know? Was it a primary case, or was it uh, triggered by something else? Have no, have no idea. Uh, no idea. He was fine uh, on the truck with us, and uh, I went home, and uh, the wife was telling me, you know, Isabel's dragging on the lead, you know, when we're walking. And I was thinking, well, she's just, you know, upset because I'm not out there walking with her because I was 
busy working on Because you're her favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm her person. And so I went with them uh, the next day, and, I mean, she she walked maybe 300 yards and sat down. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got up, and she walked another three or 400 yards, and she laid down. I mean, just laid down. I I rolled her lip up so I could look at her 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 tongue and her gums and I mean they were just absolutely white mm-hmm. just like a, yeah. a white t-shirt and I said oh we got to get her to the vet and yeah. um, they put her on prednisone initially but it, uh, the prednisone really didn't do anything except for make her fat okay um, they uh, they put her on uh, azathioprine uh huh yeah imuran that's the other name for that one and. Uh, that uh, and they transfused her. Her blood cell count went down uh, from supposed to be somewhere I believe between thirty-five and forty-five. Mm-hmm. It it at one point it went down to nine. Wow, and, and that is dreadfully low. Yeah, so I would have done the same. When we get down below the teens, that is definitely time to intervene and get some some blood products. But that's yeah. interesting. So in, in with with these anemia cases, sometimes we'll have what we call a primary situation. So it's kind of an autoimmune problem and uh, something where the immune system just goes haywire and we never really identify a, a direct cause. But there are some sec- some other causes, like a secondary trigger. And there's different medications. Cancer can be a problem. Some toxins. I've seen dogs after a bee sting develop hemolytic anemia. Um, so there's a lot of different weird things that can kind of trigger this cascade of events. It is horrible. Yeah, it is absolutely horrible. And a lot of pets do not make it through. So, so yes, you're very fortunate to have your baby pull through with all of those steps. And um, the steroids, I'd have to say, tend to be the main mainstay and they are rotten drugs and, and anybody who's been on steroids you know will, will have horrible things to say about the weight gain and um, some of the mood altering uh, ways that that can affect the, the patient but um, it is the mainstay of managing that and then we'll add in something in like azathioprine um, cytoxin sometimes another chemotherapy drug will add in there to try to slow down the patient's immune system so um, All good right. and, and when, when was her last medication how long ago has she been on well, she's been on now. Uh, she's still on it, but she's uh, they're reducing her doses of the uh, azathioprine. Uh, they're they're reducing them now to where I give her a half of a tablet every three days. Mm-hmm. Good. And she seems to be maintaining very well with that. And uh, um, I was kind of looking, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe I didn't catch a, a little urinary tract infection or something, you know, that, that maybe may have triggered this. Somebody said that cockers, cocker spaniels, tend to be a little more prone to it. Females between Absolutely. five and seven years old. Oh, they are unfortunately the poster child for uh, hemolytic anemias. Yes, it's it's a very interesting phenomenon we see in cocker spaniels. And when they get it, they get it bad. So I don't mess around when we have a cocker spaniel that develops this. It is, it's pretty much we pull out all the guns, all the arsenal that we have at our at our side, and, and we work hard on that because it is a very tough road with those guys. Yeah. So, yes. so some of the warning signs to kind of look for is just the. You know, lethargy, uh, you know, she's eaten, she was drinking mm-hmm. water, she seemed to be fine, it's just she had no energy and she couldn't, right. couldn't produce any air. 
Right. And it's just basically with the blood count dropping so low, they do get the weak. We'll see problems breathing where it's just very labored in the breathing. And, um, you know, occasionally some pets will end up developing some other types of uh, bleeding disorders as a result of that. So, yeah, so it's unusual. And thank you for your call because this is definitely an eye, a wake up for a lot of people who maybe, you know, your dog, you know what's normal and you know what's not normal. And if you notice something that is not within the realm of their normal patterns, give a call to the vet. Get your your pet in because it could be something as subtle as that. So thank you so much for your call, Randy. That's a great uh, eye-opener for the rest of us here. Give us a call at Lone, or at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> you were going to say Lone Mountain Vet, yeah. weren't you? I was, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we should mention that if you're in the Las Vegas area and you're looking for a great veterinarian. Can't get better than this. Lone Mountain Vet, and you actually have a website. What is the website? It's uh, lmah.net. And we'll link to that from animalradio.com. Of course, you can get to Dr. Debbie right now, 1-866-405-8405. Vinnie Penn coming back at you on Animal Radio. This one tops them all. Gotta tell you, invitation in the mail the other day. Postage paid to my wife. She was invited to a birthday party for her friend's cat. Now, one, I've been telling her for ages, this girlfriend of hers, she's crossed the line. She's past the point of no return. She's in her 40s. This cat is the love of her life. It's just her, the cat, a quilt, and a big jug of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Oh, and she knits. I mean, this is it. This cat is her life. And that's great. But to throw the cat a birthday party, is the that is a cry for help. I told my wife, you're not a good friend. This is a cry for help, and you're not responding to this. And like I said, maybe if she emailed it, stamps were put on these. Are people going to show up? Are they going to sing it to this cat? Are they going to say, how old are you now? And expect the cat to scratch out. Oh, what does she do? She's three. Be a good friend. Take the invitation to your local therapist. Write your friend's phone number on it and get a straight jacket fitted. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Who let the dogs out? Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Radio on the road coming to you live from Walmart. This is actually where I do spend a lot of my time as it is. Anyway, we found him <laughs> in the parking lot. We adopted him. <laughs> we are kicking off the Get Your Licks tour. Get Your Licks on Route 66, of course, traveling all along Route 66, adopting out these wonderful animals. And there's so there's some adorable cats and dogs in there. In this there thing. are the cutest boo boo kitties in there, Hal. And I there's know. also, do- I mean, I'm, I'm they, just trying they, to behave, yeah, not taking animals gotta, home with me. I'm telling you. Keep us away. Keep yes. us away. I want you to know how happy those animals look. They're in a 36-foot vehicle that's air-conditioned, and uh, they, they have all kinds of attention right now. These guys are traveling in style, and they're getting a lot of people walking through the vehicle to adopt them, to look at them, to pet them, and to do everything that there is possible to give them a good home. And so getting your your licks on Route 66 with the North Shore Animal League of America is the best way. Okay, very good. Of course, check out the website at getyourlicks.org. They'll be all across the country in a town near you. Susan Sims will be reporting every week, of course, from Fido Friendly Magazine. This hour of Animal Radio brought to you by Lucky Dog Cuisine. This is the official dog food of Ladybug, the Animal Radio Studio Stunt Wonder Dog. We still don't know what she is, but we know that she loves this food. She was scarfing it down, Hal. I am a witness. This is the thing about the food is it's not in a can. It's not something you're going to buy in your regular pet store. It's it actually comes to us via FedEx on dry ice. That's because they make it in their it's kitchens. Fresh. No wow. preservatives. She they, loves it. They pack it, they send it to us, we put it right to our freezer. Every day we take out a package, we microwave it, and we give it to her. This is the best food you can give them. Because it has none of those nasty chemicals. Dr. Ellen Boss, who created this food, she's a nutritionist, and she's made it so that it has everything that your pet needs for a healthy diet. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Check them out at the website, luckydogcuisine.com. Phone number is 843-227-5900. And, of course, we'll link to them from animalradio.com. And you know if you get it from Lucky Dog, you don't have to read the label because you know there's no fillers or any junk. Good stuff. We're live from the Walmart in Dell City, Oklahoma. Bob, you're going to be doing news in a couple of seconds. What I do you am, got coming up? I am going to be doing news. You know how uh, a fan of, of paying taxes we Americans are and, and what the government <laughs> does with those funds. Let me tell you what's going on in Britain and what they did with about $500,000. It's pretty much a no-brainer, but before I get to that, I want to say thank you to Cynthia, who just adopted Tommy. Oh, yeah. What, what is Tommy? What Tommy kind of dog is, is Tommy? Tommy is a terrier mix. He's a chihuahua, as I like to call him. He's a chihuahua. He was a stray, and Tommy now has a good home, thanks to Cynthia. Oh, how very, very wonderful. If you're looking for a friend in your life, you definitely should stop along this tour here. Check out these animals from the North Shore Animal League. And you're, they're actually, I'm finding out now, they're local animals. North Shore has teamed up with your local shelter all along Route 66. It's a combined effort, absolutely, because they're they're getting these animals that, that are everywhere across the country. It's not just like Southern California that has animals that need homes. <laughs> we found this out. Yeah. Uh, it's all over, unfortunately. But we're going to get them adopted. 
It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Coming up, Metamucil, Velveeta, Jello, Cheerios. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds like your grocery list. Yeah, I got the grocery list <laughs> with the uh, show schedule mixed up there. Sorry about that little faux pas on the old Halberton part. <laughs> I actually scribbled out what was on today's show for my uh, grocery list. Oh, I don't know what that's. Boy. I know Dr. Debbie's here. I. How are you doing, Doc? I am here. Yes. What are the uh, What are the dogs in the background about? Are they just uh, Are they uh, being held captive? Not- I, I don't know what they're saying. I'm afraid to know. I, I I suppose communicating with them might be scary to hear. Yeah. But they're just all here for various things: vaccine, surgery. Some are just here for medical issues. So, uh, going to the vet group. is not a fun thing. I know. Was going to the doctor when I was a kid. I never liked to do it, and I would actually scream much like that. Right there, so I can. When you went to, to the vet as a child, as a, well, <laughs> no, to the doctor, the pediatrician. Oh, okay. <laughs> and his wife says he still does it today. Yeah. Okay. This is enough. Let's talk to Dan. Dan, are you there? Please save me. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you guys doing? Very good. Where are you Great. calling from? Uh, let's see. I'm in Iowa right now. Are you a driver? Yes, I am. I'm on the road going over to Nebraska. Going to Nebraska. You are on with a very illustrious Dr. Debbie. Well, oh, I hi appreciate there. it. Hi. Hey, uh, we picked up uh, a little Terran Terrier from a, a rescue hospital, um, and okay. we've had her about two months. She's about a year old. Actually, I guess she'd be uh, about 14 months old. She's right out of year when we got her. And she, she's a smart little dog. She's a great dog, except she likes to leave us presents around the house. And, you know, we try to take her out a lot. And she does pretty good when you're right there, but overnight, and if we have to leave her at all, um, she just she likes to leave us present. So I wanted to find out the best way to work with training her. Okay, so I'm assuming these are the hot, steamy presents that you're talking about. <laughs> They're not yes, wrapped yes, with a bow. Yes, yes, yes. Just all over the place, different places in the house. Okay, and is she having any urination problems, or is it just the pooping issue? Um, mostly the pooping. Every once in a while, we'll find a wet spot, but not near as much. Okay, not near as much. All right. And when you first got her, um, what methods of house training did you go through? Basically, uh, nothing official because she did pretty good right at first, but that's kind of followed by the wayside. And she was when she was at the animal hospital, she was in basically in a crate the whole time from when she was just born and for some reason she was there for a real long time i don't understand why she's just a real sweetheart but Mm -hmm. uh we did not do anything official our uh her big brother buddy uh who's a uh long-haired uh whippet he does a great job all the time or maybe he might help out a little bit but we haven't gotten there (laughs) Okay. Now, and do they have free run of the house, or do you keep your pets uh, crated when you're not around? Uh, free run of the house. Okay. All righty. We're going to have to set down some rules for your babies here. Um, okay. Because if she, if she's having these episodes at that age and pooping and or peeing in the house, it, she never really caught on as a pup. So with him, you probably didn't have to do it. It, it it clicked in a lot easier. For her, you're going to have to state the rules out pretty clearly. And at this age, in this stage in time, you almost got to go back to puppyhood and treat her okay. like a two- to three-month-old puppy. And okay. I am a firm 
I'm a firm believer in the crate method to help train dogs. Now, if she was in a crate for or a kennel for a long period of time, sometimes that's a little harder because they kind of are always there and they may not get out as frequently as they need to in that situation. But you can right. still use a, a crate or a kennel to your advantage because it, A, keeps the, the restriction on the, um, the environment so you don't have her having that ability to go poop in a corner and you not you know, be able to intervene and take her to the appropriate spot. So I would definitely say we're going to need to go back to stage one, and I would get a small pet crate, and we're going to want to confine her in that when you cannot directly supervise her. At night, if you're running out uh, outside for a couple hours, you're doing something, if she's with you in the home and she has a tendency to sneak in the back room and find a corner yeah. and, and do her business, you're going to need to make sure you block off access, um, you know, either closed okay. doors, okay. puppy gates, or even keep her on a light lead on your waist. Um, that way she's immediately with you. And then go back to taking her outside, giving her that positive reinforcement and lots of love when she does her duty. And, right. uh, you know, little treat in here and there is always good. It helps get the point across. And we need to set that pattern and consistency over and over and over again and keep that access down so she doesn't have those accidents and those opportunities when you're not directly supervising her. And with time, that's what it takes to, to get back to relearning house training, either if she never got it or, you know, she kind of failed along the way and just kind of forgot what the general idea was supposed to be. Okay, so, okay. So, so the crate, which which I, 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 know, I like some people, I, I hate the idea, I like her to run free, but for the training purpose, it'd be important. And actually... That's supposed to be like their their den or something, I assume. So it's not like you're you're uh, punishing her or anything, right? Right, absolutely. And you should never put a dog in a crate in a form of punishment. If you're mad about pooping, right. you know, you just don't want to show that that's the reason you're putting her in there. Um, what what we want to use that for is to make that her private sanctuary. And um, okay. so one way to do that is to feed her in the crate. Make it a, a good, pleasant place. Uh, we put little treats in there. Um, but if she gets the feeling that you're going to shut the door and lock her up and that's the end of story, it can be a tough transition. So y- okay. you can do okay. it. And and, and I, I firmly believe in the crate method. Um, my dogs, um, they have such strong crate instincts. My one dog in my office, she'll crawl under my desk and she'll curl up under there. And that's where she likes to be. So we can definitely use that to an advantage. Don't feel like you're torturing her. That is one um, of the biggest is- misconceptions. I got We get four or five calls a week on that. Putting them mm-hmm. in a crate is that punishment? No, they love it. They think it's their home for Ladybug. And we can't get her out of the crate sometimes because that's her protection. That's her little place to hang out. So let's okay. banish that theory right now or that myth. Absolutely. Well, and, and, and it is in the back of your mind that, you know, well, just like a jail almost. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Actually, the, our, our long-haired whippet goes in the truck with me a lot, and he has the corner underneath the bed that he loves to go. So I guess that's kind of like the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's not going to replace the contact you have with your dogs. It just gives them their own personal space because we all need a little personal space every now and then. <laughs> so, yes, use the crate to your benefit. You can do it. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. If you're having a training issue or a medical problem, give me a call at one 405 8405 I wish I had a crate to hang out in. 
If your family is like mine, it includes at least one four-legged friend. The summer storm season is here, so we're taking precautions to protect our pets. Even the most responsible owners can become separated from their pets during a natural disaster. Visiting your veterinarian for a simple, safe, and inexpensive procedure to implant a microchip in your cat or dog could save its life. Pet microchipping and enrollment in a national secure recovery database like Home Again gives your pet permanent ID that cannot fall off, wear out, or become impossible to read. Visit HomeAgain.com for more information to keep your pets safe from the storm. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A woman in Gig Harbor, Washington got a big surprise when she picked up her dog from the groomer. Annie Sheriffius was trying to wash off what she thought was dirt on her Shih Tzu's ear when the actual ear fell off. She rushed her dog Jasmine to the vet who told her that the ear had been cut off and super glued back on. Jasmine had to undergo treatment for infection. Pierce County Sheriff's investigators are looking into possible criminal charges against the unlicensed dog groomer. J. Ray's Pet Grooming, the shop where the ear gluing incident happened, has been shut down. Sharifia says she cried for weeks every time she thought of someone hurting her little dog. She wants to make sure that groomer never touches another dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Dean Coons on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Bobby, you ready to do some news? I am, baby. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Animal. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. I'm Animal Radio for Bobby Hill. See, and we haven't even been drinking out here, folks. Honestly, I'm hoping to soon. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The Big Apple is known for its big buildings and, unfortunately, some high-rise cats falling from them. Ooh. Lucky, the aptly named cat, is now home from the hospital after surviving a fall from the 26th floor of his Whoa. owner's apartment just two weeks ago. Window washers working across the street witnessed the tumble, and they saw him land on the balcony. Lucky was taken to the veterinary hospital with only minor injuries. Oh, Lucky's owner says the cat apparently slipped through an open window and fell off the ledge. Lucky's owner assures us there will never be a window left open again. <laughs> and on note on this story, I have to explain real quick. Yes. This is the free fall phenomenon that happens with cats and high rises. Yeah, what is that about? Basically, it's the theory of, of when you hit maximum gravity or you're... you're the higher the fall for the cat, yes. the better, uh-huh. because the cat will attain free fall. You mean wow. he has more of a chance to correct himself? Exactly. Okay. So that's why there are so many stories of cats falling out of high rises and surviving with very few injuries. Now, wow. don't try this at home, don't, though. Yeah. Please don't. That's your information for the day. Moving <laughs> across the pond, London's The Guardian reports a lot of Britons are peeved ah. in a taxpayer-funded study of... What? Ducks. Ducks. The the three-year in-depth study aimed at determining, and I quote, the importance of bathing water to ducks by quantifying their motivation to gain access to water in which they can bathe. End quote. Oh, boy. Uh. Ran up a tab of 300,000 pounds. That's $500,000 U.S. <laughs> Researchers gave a group of ducks a choice of a pond, a shower, or a water trough. It seems the ducks like the running water of the shower best, and taxpayers like paying 300,000 pounds for studies to show ducks like water least. <laughs> Do you know the top cat toys? 
Ah, no. All right. I'm going to tell you, they may not be what you think. Really, are they a store-bought cat toy? Seems that felines fancy in no particular order. Wait, let me guess. Is it that dead fly in the corner? No, no, no. The the lid from the orange juice. Almost, almost. That's uh, paper bags. Paper bags. Okay. (laughs) Paper bags followed by empty cardboard tubes. Those plastic shower curtain rings, which Ah. I think falls in that same category, Judy. Cardboard boxes. And catnip-filled toys. Although not all cats react to the herb, which is not addictive. Some kitties rub in it, they roll in it, or they eat it. And some just get very aggressive, while others get really, really relaxed. And like to watch Disney animation. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. More women prefer dogs over husbands. I'm quite confused over this story. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. An online poll shows more women would rather have a pet than a husband. Can you relate to this story? An overwhelming 78% voted for a furry rather than a hairy companion. The poll had a sampling error of plus or minus three percentage points. While it's been said that dog is man's best friend, clearly quite a skewed poll, I would say. Life is too short to commit to someone you'll need to know over time, says Nancy Keller, 29 years of age, clearly not old enough to understand what she's talking about. I'd rather have a pet and simply date, she says. It's less stressful for everyone involved. In a related subject, Seely, the maker of all those wonderful mattresses, published an interesting report entitled the Seely Snooze Report about people's sleeping habits. Among the findings was 67% of respondents that said they prefer to sleep with their pets. 51% say their partners are just too disturbing in their sleep. 55% of women say that their partner was far more annoying than their pet. But 38% of the respondents stood firm and said there's no room in their bed for their pets. I say, leave sleeping dogs and husbands lie. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for you and for Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, hey, hey, how are you doing? We're on the road this week with the whole gang. 
It's uh, for North Shores. Get your licks on Route 66 store. We're into Walmart this weekend. 1-866-405-8405. I believe we have Jerry on the phone. Hi, Jerry. Hello. Greetings. How are you doing? I adore your show. I, I'm a truck driver, and I just happen. I usually don't work on Saturday, but I find a way to get my XM somewhere where I can listen to you guys because we, we have four dogs. We have uh, well, we have five dogs, actually. We have four miniature Dotsons and a Great Dane. And my call today is about that Great Dane. Um, she was and now is our dog. Um, my daughter passed away with leukemia mm. six years ago, and this was her dog. So she's very precious to us, but she's 10 years old, and uh, wow. she has arthritis. Um, she's starting to get crippled up. But she's still, you know, quite active. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried dearly about her because... Daniel was the kind of girl that was always worried about everybody else, and and she knew that she didn't have much longer to live, and she was worried about her dogs and who would take care of them. And, and I've I've made specific points to, to to just dawdle this dog. But my question is, what, with with you know you've got Dinovite. I'm I'm wondering to make this dog's life as good as I can make it to make her able because. She has some problems with itching and stuff, and I know the Dynavite uh, talks about that. I'm trying to make her life better. What would you recommend for her? In the veterinary world, I have clients come in and say, have you heard of this uh, product? Have you heard of that one? And on the general market, there are so many different products out there. And on the veterinary side, there is so little... Um, research or support that we can actually prove and say one product over the other. Now, there are some very big things that I would make sure we're looking at. In an older dog, we really would be looking at joint support. So I'd be looking for a product that has a glucosamine supplement. The glucosamine seemed to make it worse, which it does with myself. It, it made the problem worse, so I took her back off the glucosamine just for mm-hmm. that reason, and she seemed to lighten up a little bit. But glucosamine does mean this MSM... And glucosamine, when I take it, and I'm 50, uh, 51 right now, um, I, was, I was getting ready to lie, that's why I stuttered when I said that, <laughs> um, I'm 51 right now, glucosamine, for whatever reason, does me the same way, it makes me sore, and it seemed to make her sore. Okay, well, I, I would say that I personally uh, disagree. Um, I take glucosamine for uh, overuse of uh, aerobics throughout my college uh, career, and glucosamine does make me feel a lot better. So I do recommend it for my patients. Now, there are some occasional pets that I do see that have some stomach upset with it. It's a, uh, probably a rare thing. Um, I've never seen, in your experience from what you've seen, where a pet is actually more uncomfortable with that. And there are some products out there that I would want to make sure that we kind of shop smart, um, especially with a lot of the concerns for foreign-derived ingredients and vitamins and so forth. We want to just be smart and sometimes um, kind of the buyer beware. When you buy uh, cheap stuff, you kind of get cheap ingredients. So um, I would want to make sure we're using something that is endorsed maybe by your veterinarian. I use products um, such as Cosequin, um, one called Dasequin, uh, Synovi products. And if you're looking for glucosamine by itself, um, nowadays we found that glucosamine works a little bit better with uh, sulfur compounds. Um, so those type of products might be more advantageous than just a pure glucosamine um, product. I know people have said, you know, occasionally that, you know, Dynavite's great in their situation, but when we're really looking at something um, like a, a joint problem or an arthritis problem, you know, I, 
I, I wish I could say that a product like that really is the magic cure. I, I do believe in the glucosamine products, and there are some other things that beyond that that we would even want to do. Um, you know, for a pet in an older age category, you know, sometimes it is time to pull out some pain relief. And even though pets don't always verbalize that, um, if you see the slowness getting up, um, muscle atrophy in the back legs, weakness or trembling when they're standing, those are signs that your pet is probably in pain from uh, um, arthritis. So those what are things like that you baby need. Baby aspirin or something like that. Uh, there's so much better stuff than baby aspirin. For baby aspirin, it is such a. I mean, it's a wonder drug for people, but it does not um, uh, selectively uh, select for only those um, pain re- pain relief receptors. What main, right. basically what it does is it still causes the potential for stomach upset and for kidney problems. So there are even second generation non-steroidal pain relievers now that your veterinarian can talk to you about that can be of value. And I would much rather see you do something like that than jump on aspirin because you have a higher rate of causing more harm, causing gastric ulcers than right. actually relieving pain and, and you know and, and doing the whole package. We want to do no harm. And you know, aspirin may be, you know, that thing that's easy to pull off the shelf, but it, it has its risks and we want to be smart about that. So I would definitely say my, my preference is as um, there's a medication called Prevacox that I like. That's probably my number one non steroidal net right now. Um Diramax, uh Rimadil Medicam, there's a lot out there. So um and just kinda like you mentioned with the glucosamine, some pets don't take every medicine really well. So we might have to to pick one that works for one patient, but maybe not so good for the one next door. Um, so, you know, I would definitely look into some of that. And don't well, thank you so much for all of you being here. I, I love your show, and and we're animal people. And you know, without shows like this, you know, just listening to your show, I get information that 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 is is just so so much that you can use. Y- y'all are good. great. Well, God thank you very you. much. God bless you both. Thank you very much. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Doctor Debbie. If your family is like mine, it includes at least one four-legged friend. The summer storm season is here, so we're taking precautions to protect our pets. Even the most responsible owners can become separated from their pets during a natural disaster. Visiting your veterinarian for a simple, safe, and inexpensive procedure to implant a microchip in your cat or dog could save its life. Pet microchipping and enrollment in a national secure recovery database like Home Again gives your pet permanent ID that cannot fall off, wear out, or become impossible to read. Visit HomeAgain.com for more information to keep your pets safe from the storm. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine, home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? 
I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. Radio celebrating our connection with our pet Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, with us answering your questions at 1 866 405 8405. One of the major reasons dogs don't listen to us, Vlad. Yeah, there is a two major reasons that dogs don't listen to us. Number one, democracy. You know, dogs do not do democracy well, <laughs> they don't vote. <laughs> And uh, they need as much democracy as the penguins need underwear Not in the lost. Moscow winter. Yes. So, uh, number two, we speak to them in the wrong language. People talk to their dogs in English, but the only language their pets speak is Douglish. Mm. Let me give you three examples or three samples of that Douglish. Okay. Number one. Uh, vocally, dogs communicate in three ways. High pitch, you always, when you use the high pitch, you always should put emphasis on the happiness. Instead of saying, good boy, good girl, say, good girl, good boy. And the dog is hearing, oh, that's how doggy mama oh. plays a child. Oh. Yes. By opposite, don't say, no, 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 no. I believe most of the dogs in this country believe the word no is their nickname. Because people use it so many, so many times without any consequence. Use canine sound of disapproval. At, at, exactly. In English, in Douglish, the dog is hearing, uh, which is growl. That means don't move, I will bite you. And we barking commands. We don't say in my, in my school of the dog training, let's go. We say, let's go. We don't say sit down, we say sit. Down. That's the barking tone avoids. So, that's the two major reasons. I can add to that lean over the shoulders means seat, long liver the shoulder, over the shoulders means down, moving backwards, invitation to follow you, moving forward, assertiveness, and so on. That's the two reasons. And of course, the first step what the people need to do to solve it. Stop democracy, people in your household. What else you could expect from the Russians to tell you? All people problems, your problems in this country because of too much democracy. And uh, terminating democracy means you need to insert three rules of the dog training, which is every doggy mama knows, which the human mama maybe not, or daddy maybe not. Number one, never give any commands which you cannot enforce. Number two, always reinforce your commands. And number three, never repeat yourself. And number two, what you should do, terminate your dog's welfare in the positive way. Give your dog some work to do. Don't believe your dog has just two jobs, to pee and poop, and maybe third one, to drive you nuts. <laughs> in reality, your dog needs a, has another job, which is the physical and mental. Not just physical, Caesar Milan. If this is the doggy bag, it's not the solution, not the, just the solution. Do something with your dog's brain, with your dog's mind. I like to do obedience training. 
Do you know, people, one two-minute sit-stay takes as much energy out of your dog's mind and body like two miles to run with that, uh, whatever it's a backpack, whatever it is. Just, just, just do something. I like to do obedience training. That, that would absorb that uh, unhealthy energy out of your dog's body and mind. That's the Russian dog wizard solution for the success and happiness in the relationship with your pet. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. <laughs> you might need that. If you're just tuning in right now, Bobby is actually helping someone adopt an animal. Uh, what is it, Chihuahua? Hua? He's a terrier Chihuahua mix. It's a little male named Tommy, and a wonderful lady named Cynthia has adopted him. And he was a stray. He was picked up Department of Animal Services. He was at the South Kennel Compound. So he now has a new home with Dodger fan Cynthia. <laughs> now, this is Department of Animal Services that's out here today. That's right. Animal Services founded in 1781. One, saving animals' lives. <laughs> I just like to inform people. It's my job. I'm thinking you're reading the side of a car somewhere. I'm reading it off the sign, Hal. Okay. It's right there. Well, these guys... Now, this is not just a regular shelter. This is uh, this is the state-run shelter, and or the city-run shelter. It's and big time, yeah. This These are the animals that really need your help. These are the animals that are looking for a home. And we've hooked up with a bunch of different shelters like this all across the country for this tour. Get your licks. On Route 66, you can learn more at GetYourLicks.org. I'm telling you, this is genius. Judy has been uh, bit by the studio cat. Not not horribly, but it did get it infected. Was, yeah, it was a pretty deep wound and in the, my hand. And, and what did I tell you about that, yes, huh? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this, And let's all heed this advice. Learn from our mistakes. If you get bit from a cat, check it out because chances are it will get infected. They have a way of, and then you could end up being in the hospital for a long time. We heard stories of people on IVs and hospital for a week. So they, I waited uh, yeah. 24 hours, and I was in a lot of pain with my hand. It was really swollen. I shouldn't have waited that And you're long. on antibiotics now, and I think that's I good. I and always I got, thought you should be. Hey, then, yeah, then, absolutely. And, you know, I was almost hospitalized with a cat bite, and they almost had to cut my wedding ring off my hand. Ooh, so that oh, would have been wow. a real loss. So have your <laughs> cat bites checked out no matter how serious you may think it is. Greg, I believe, is on the phone. Hi, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I've got a question about my kitty cat. What's going on? <laughs> I, um, this cat just showed up at the house one day. Me and my eight-year-old started feeding it. And I don't know if it's gotten further or if it's just getting fat because it was real skinny when we first got it. And But now she ain't coming around like she used to, but, she got a, but there's a whole bunch of other cats. That are showing up on the porch, and my cat, mm. the, the cat that we started feeding again with, she's on the porch, but she won't leave the porch. But all these other cats are showing up out of nowhere, and I ain't feeding every cat in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to figure out why, why am I getting this cat population? Oh golly! So this is the stray cat that you were feeding, and she's kind of like hanging out now on your on your porch. Yes, we've been feeding her for, when she first showed up about two months ago, I mean, you could see her every bone in her body. Mm-hmm. And now she's just a fat cat. Oh, and God. she stays well, on the porch. 
Yeah, I gotta wonder though. I mean, if she's a stray cat, my concern would be that she's not spayed, and that boy, when it, a female cat is out there, you will be amazed how many cats come from miles around and they pick up on that smell. So that would be my concern: is that that girl is attracting the neighborhood tomcats, and that they might all be coming out to check things out. Um, so if you ah, that, that, pick her up, we can pet her and play with her. None of the other cats don't want to have nothing else to do with, and. She keeps trying to get in the house every time we open the door. Uh-huh. And have you not let her in the house? Is she just staying outside? She stays outside. But she snuck in the house one day when my 8-year-old opened the door, and it took us an hour to get her back out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you catch her, I would put her in a cat carrier, and I would get her to a vet and have them check to see if she's been spayed because that would be the first thing that I would do. And if she's adopting you guys, you're kind of adopting her. And um, I would say it's going to be for everyone's best interest to make sure she is spayed or you're going to end up having lots of little kittens there very soon. <laughs> Not only that, it's good for the health, too. It'll last, uh, you know, what, what do they, they have a couple more year lifespan if they get spayed? Oh, yeah, and, and definitely just in keeping the pet population down, avoiding risk of cancers, and then definitely you can have some peace and quiet and have your porch back if how, we don't have all those tomcats coming around. How does a vet tell that a fee... Oh, how does a... They're not screaming or hollering or nothing. They're just all out there. I ain't never seen so many different kinds of cats in my whole life. Hey, Doc, <laughs> how does a vet tell that a female has been spayed? Isn't that difficult? It can be a little trickier, but we basically kind of clip the fur in the abdomen area and we look for the presence of a scar in where we typically spay. And actually some places now, like even the shelters out by us now, they actually put a little tattoo on that says S, which I like to say is super cat, but um, it actually means spayed. So, um, us, super cat, if you're dyslexic, I'm thinking. <laughs> you're actually, I just heard you just give orders to one of your nurses right now to go ahead and start anesthetic. You're about to go do a spacer right now, aren't you? Yep, we have actually a little chihuahua that's got to get her little space surgery done. So okay. She's up next. one 405 We're going to go let the doctor do a spay. If you want to talk to her, go ahead and call. When she gets back, we'll put you on the air with her. Or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny Panner Joy. Uh, are we going to do this now? We're giving this away now. Okay, very excited about this. i got to read this just like this. You know how bad I am at reading. I need one of these leapfrog systems. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to clear the lines first. We've teamed up with Disney Pixar to bring you a prize pack from Disney Pixar's first film in Disney Digital 3D. Up, if you're caller number five right now, you'll receive the tag reading system and up storybook plus movie hat, T-shirt, and a mini poster. Wow. Yeah. Give what reading a, skills a lift with this leapfrog tag storybook featuring Carl and Russell and Doug the dog. Cute dog from the movie. You should see this movie. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, kids can use the tag reading system to bring words and pictures in the book to life, then play learning activities that help build vocabulary and reading comprehension skills. I actually learned to read that line there with the leapfrog system. There you go. It works. And you know, it's funny that I just had a bunch of reading that I did at a couple local schools. Yes, you did. I went to two different elementary schools and read to different classes and it was kind of like Nevada Reading Week and so they feature that and they like to bring professionals in to read about like topics of their their interests so I read a lot of dog stories to the kids it was great they had a blast and I was actually I felt like a rock star <laughs> wow you see you think it's all spay and neuters with the doctor there it isn't no it was great they wanted autographs and I had more kids 
talking to me than the uh, newscaster that was in the other day. So it was great. <laughs> How very, very cool. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to give you one of these because I know you have relatives that uh, may want one of these. I have an extra one they gave to me. I've It's a little used, but I'm going to give one to you. And then I, I'm going to give one. I'm going to... We have... Oh, okay. We have five to give away to listeners. one 405 8405 right now. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.